0: Heyo! What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode thirteen. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. I had to.
1: We're just gonna do a uh, football player every week now. Well, last week was Jim Kelly, right? The first
0: thing that came to my mind was actually Kurt Warner. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but former, then a former if, Giant. Yeah, but if I said Kurt Warner, I figured you would have been like, "Dude, really?"
1: Yeah, Odell makes more sense.
0: I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin Logan, my brother Sean.
1: How are we doing? That, that was like a little hockadoo right there.
0: That's a little hockadoo in hock-a-do. there. That's an inside, not really inside <laughs> Memphis joke, though, if you didn't get it. Uh, <clears throat> how you doing over there, buddy? We actually, uh, we're in the middle of a monsoon here in Memphis and have been
1: for like the last week. Yeah, three, four days straight now of just straight torrential downpour.
0: I was thinking about having my son make a boat.
1: Ah. Uh, some kind of ark, maybe? His, his name's Noah.
0: I get it. Uh, it's, I've never seen anything like this. We got flooding like crazy. Um, I've had to drain my pool. I mean, not all the way. Yeah, your pool's about full. A few inches a couple times, and it's going to need to be drained again tonight.
1: Uh, because we are coming at you live from the pool house. Uh, so we have a wonderful view of the pool from out here. and It is nice. It's, yeah, we're, we're a couple inches from overflowing out there.
0: Well, yeah, well, hopefully this won't be too long of a podcast then, and I can get that taken care of. Oh, gosh. So we've, uh. We've had a long, fun day. Uh, my little boy, Casey, turned two today. How old? Shout out to Casey, two. Two? Casey turned two. Awesome. And we had a great fun day. We got donuts in the morning. Went to Lowe's and did the build thing where they get to build, like, a, they, they built little trucks and stuff, and he had a lot of fun with that.
1: So, yeah, we, we're we fresh off, uh, what, well, probably three hours straight of a, a quote-unquote, two-year-old's birthday party which is really just a lot of adults getting drunk
0: and noah my eight-year-old having one two well only two friends spend the night another friend over and then but he and nick are both they're all running around crazy so they're up there watching a movie now at least in theory they are i don't know if that they really are who knows what's
1: going on up there i never know what
0: they're doing up there. i never know what they're doing um i uh i've been sick as hell this week I'm still, if you hear me cough, I've got this, the weirdest cough ever.
1: Like I was waking up in the morning. <laughs> You're kind of like uh Kramer's dog. What was his name? Ro- no, that was the horse it was Roscoe.
0: Roscoe. Or no, was that was Rusty. 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 I don't I
1: remember, remember the dog's. dog's name. I don't remember the dog's
0: name. But uh, this is just like the worst tickle ever in your throat. And it started like a few days ago. I was hawking up loogies the size of like. Eggs, almost. It was just disgusting. <laughs> oh, it was like the, the, weirdest, the, the weirdest brown color you've ever seen. <laughs> <coughs> and that at least was productive. This is just an annoying tickly cough. that. Um, and now that I'm thinking about it, I'm probably going to want to cough more. But hopefully it won't derail the podcast any more than we derail it ourselves. So uh, <coughs> on that note, uh, what do you got? Anything else?
1: Uh, that's about it. Um, what are you drinking over there?
0: We're we're getting boring here lately. The Sweetwater again, but it's so good. It's just so good once it hits your lips. I got the Sweetwater four twenty extra pale ale. Shout out to Sweetwater.
1: Yeah, I'm working on the uh Sweetwater <laughs> Georgia Brown. Um just finished off a pretty strong uh Spriteka. Spriteka. Uh that is like four parts vodka to one part Sprite <laughs> the way I made it. So feeling pretty good. Um, decided to go ahead and switch over to beers for now. So yeah, still working my way through the old Sweetwater tackle box.
0: So you'd say you switched over to da beers,
1: da beers,
0: da beers. what have you been playing this week?
1: Um, I think pretty much. Well, I beat, um, Burrow Force. Oh, you did. I did.
0: How how many worlds are there? Or you know what I mean?
1: Like levels.
0: Yeah areas
1: uh i want to say the last one was like 15 16 17 maybe damn where are you at i think i beat one more after we played that night so i'm like seven or something so you're still early the game changes somewhat drastically really probably around the 10 or 11 maybe 12 okay area you'll see um, and then changes again later on, so I'll wait like for you to gameplay get there. or no same gameplay, but like you will see. It just changes. Um, but if, I beat it. If they jump from eight to sixteen bit graphics, no, no okay. that would that be, would be awesome. Oh my god! Now that needs to be done. There needs to be some game. Oh, think of um, uh, no, not Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> what's the the Wizard of Oz? <laughs> Wizard of Oz, or isn't there another one that goes from like? Think of how that movie went from like black, black and, white and white to, to color. color. Yeah. There needs to be a video game made where you progress from eight bit graphics to sixteen. I like, had
0: actually thought about that too. Wouldn't that be so cool? But I don't know if I was thinking like.
1: I can't believe that hasn't been done. to Shovel
0: Knight Two, maybe or something like that, was what I thought. I was think
1: in game you need to go from old style graphics and gradually work your way up through. I mean, the only thing I can think of that comes to mind that even comes close to that is like Mario Maker. But I think as you progress through the the game, it just gradually gets more and more. I think that would be cool. That would be interesting. Um, But yeah, beat uh, Shovel Knight. You you beat that. Broforce. Beat Broforce. Although I'm only like, it gave me like an 82% completion. I don't know what I could have possibly missed in the game. I've unlocked everybody because now when I beat the levels, it no longer says... However, many how many more, more rescues till you? Til you unlock, yeah, yeah. so I've unlocked everybody. Um, you might not 100% until you beat it on hard. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But yeah, I got like 82% completion or something. And you
0: did all those one
1: life levels? Yeah, I beat okay. every level that it gave me. To okay. beat, I beat so. <sighs> um, yeah, I beat that, and then uh, similar to last week, been playing a lot of Metal Gear Solid Five. Um, you're starting to leave me in the dust. Yeah. So last week. I was happy after I made it eventually from 79% to 80%. Um, and that was quite the undertaking. Now I'm up to 85, maybe 86%. The undertaking. So um, I've done a lot. Of, I've been just straight up cheating at this point, um, looking online to see how to, you know, the easiest way to S rank level. I've given up on trying to do this the, the legit way, so been reading a lot of guides online, but I've gotten quite a few S ranks, um, finished some more objectives, um, and I've been doing some FOB stuff. So I'm up to, not that that helps, but um, I'm up to, I think, 85, 86%. So I think I will eventually get to 100, but the majority of what I have left now is just catching the animals, which means dropping capture cages and hoping for the best. So um, what have you been playing? I think probably pretty similar to me.
0: Yeah, I played a little bit more bro force, like I said. Um, I went and did a little bit of Metal Gear. I've got 19 S ranks now, which I thought it, it felt <laughs> feels like I had more than that, but that means I've still got 31 S ranks to go. So I've got to get 31 S ranks. I've got to do all the tasks, and I got to get the animals. Nice. You still two easy trophies for you, and, and things that would bump you up in percentage too is <clears throat> you got to develop a nuclear weapon. And then you got to dismantle a nuclear war. I never
1: have enough fuel. Really? I've got more I need than like 75,000 for a nuke. Yeah. And I have like 8,000. Kind I've of got like 230 something. I don't Seriously? know what it is. Yeah. I don't, it just seems your... like one of those things that you never have enough. There's never, there's no way to easily get fuel. Even if you go somewhere and just Ooh. pick up the little thing. I mean, picking up the big containers does nothing. Because you just slowly process it right. whatever. But you can but process picking up it the containers, faster. you only get like 100 each time. Yeah. And when I'm tens of thousands short of what I need, it's like I'm not even going to bother doing that. I wonder if that. it's
0: because you don't usually play online. Because I, I gain a lot of stuff just not doing anything. Or I wonder if really? you, if one of your units isn't high enough.
1: No, I have everything. All of my units, whatever, are... I want to say my lowest is maybe 67, 68. Most of them are really? low 70s. Damn. What are yours? Not that high. Most okay, are, I so, mean, they're in the 60s. Yeah. Except except I've like, a few uh, like 71, 72. Combat, Everything's between like 68 and 72, I think. Combat
0: is like a 49 or something. I don't even know if that's a 50 yet. Wow. But I've, ever since I've unlocked uh, and, you know, developed all the stuff I wanted, I'm like, I don't even care. Right. About bringing people back to base. But the problem is now I'm still a Demon Snake. And it's going to take me a while. I've done, you know, the, the White Mamba mission a few times because every time you yeah. fault a kid, it, it brings down. And heroism
1: have, has nothing to do with the demon level. Oh, really? What's your heroism at? Two hundred and thirty. See, I'm way ahead of you there, too. I'm um, almost to 400,000. But, but I think see, I need to get to 500,000. I, I
0: did develop a nuke, and I know that killed my uh, heroism also. Hmm. But But anyways, I don't know. I, I think it, it's a Platinum. I think I'll eventually get there. Uh, I was like I was telling Sean this week. As <coughs> If I go through ruts where there's not a game I really want to play, that's probably the one I'll always go back to. But, um, yeah. And I finally got eight, 18 years late. Uh, I picked up for the 3DS, as we talked about a couple weeks ago, the Nintendo Selects line. I got uh, Ocarina of Time 3D. <coughs> I just got that yesterday. And... I beat the Deku Tree, and that's I I can remember beat for beat the beginning of that game because I I feel like I've watched you play that a million times, and maybe I did, maybe I did beat the first the first dungeon a
1: couple times. I feel like you would have only seen me start the game. (laughs) I mean, it's not like I was constantly starting new games and not beating them, so I don't know. Yeah, you probably only saw me start it once, maybe twice, but maybe that's all you saw. Maybe you never. Maybe a majority of the game is going to be completely new to you. Obviously, because oh, you never it played is. it. But maybe things you haven't even seen. I, I mean, I
0: know. know. I mean, I know the. I know Sheik is Zelda. Spoiler
1: alert. Eighteen oh, no, year <laughs>
0: game. <laughs> so I know that that that's the thing. Like I've had the big beat spot. I know you fight Ganondorf. I've seen you. I, I remember seeing you fight Ganondorf, where he's going from like painting to painting or something like that.
1: That's Phantom Ganon. That's okay. not. That's not final boss Ganon.
0: No, I know. Final boss is the huge Ganon.
1: Well, yeah, but there's you fight Ganondorf towards oh, the end. Oh, okay. And it's your typical... And then he turns into Ganon. Keep hitting the energy beam back and forth oh, with your sword until it eventually hits him, and right. then you stun him. and Yeah. Okay. But yeah, the painting you're thinking of... Uh, it's actually one of the... Is adult, that early in the game? Adult Link bosses. Okay. Okay. Like one of the adult Link temple bosses. Okay. But...
0: But I'm looking forward to it. I love it so far. It, it looks beautiful on the 3DS. Yeah, like we were talking about, a lot of people quite a bit different from a lot of people N64. remember Ocarina of Time looking a lot better than it did. Yeah, this is how they probably wanted it to look all along. Yeah. So,
1: anything else before we get into it? Uh, so before we get into the main topic, um, I just received a, a text uh, from my buddy Jason back up north in Newport, Rhode Island. Um, I told him I'd give him a shout out for this. But apparently uh, this weekend I missed their uh, Millennium Pong. I don't remember if it was last year that I did this or a couple years ago. But um, basically 1,000 cup beer pong, um, 500 on each side. We're talking Oh, I thought all the
0: levels added up to 1,000. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but on each side. So it's 500. On each side, right? But there's four levels on each side, so gotcha. we each have 125. Okay. Um, I think when we did it, we did six on six. And judging from this picture he sent me, unless there's a lot of spectators, it looks like they. Oh, that's this year. Bump. This just happened. Okay. So unless they bumped it up, it looks like I don't know, at least seven, maybe eight on a side. Um, so we did this, like I said, last year or two years ago. Um, basically it's, you have to, I mean, it works just like your standard beer pong game, but there are 125 cups per level and you have to go through four of them. And every time you clear out a level, it's, there's like plywood in between each and you remove that so you can get down to the next level. Um, this was a day long event. We started out in the driveway late morning, early afternoon, and we had to finish in the garage. Excuse me. Because um, you ran out of light. We ran out of light, and the, cop. the cops were called. I would because we were making a lot of noise. Yeah. So they came, and even they were kind of like, "What the boy, what?" Yeah, you they, they were. They were intrigued. Obviously, they were on duty, so they couldn't play. But they were. They had to, you know, they had to do their duty and tell us to either quiet down or move it inside or something. But at the same time, they were. They thought it was pretty cool. They were intrigued. It's um, hilarious. So, yeah, that was this weekend. Obviously, being down in Tennessee, um, I missed that, but I'm sure it was a great time. Um, the one time I played, uh, my team lost, but it came down to, I mean, this is 500 versus 500, and I think it came down to the winning team had maybe six or seven cups left. So
0: it was What if pretty close. Wait, what if one team is much better than the other team? What if – the cups on one side are cleared out before the other side.
1: Um, Do you
0: add those cups to the ones underneath? Is there enough room?
1: No, but I think what we did is if Team 1 makes all of Team Two's cups on one level, Team 1 is now shooting at Team Two's second level. But to help out Team 2, that's when you rack team one's cups. So you push them all towards the center. So they're all touching again to kind of help them along. And that's what we did last time. And it worked out pretty well. Um, but this was a, how did you wake up the next day? I woke up great the next day because I puked my guts out oh. yesterday, you know, the night before yeah. evening um, after the game was done. Um, it, like I said, I think we did six on six. It looks like they've added a person or two per team this year to, kind of distribute the the alcohol a little better which is probably for the best um but uh again shout out to Brittany; she served as the referee for it um all calls (laughs) by her were final but that did not stop there from being a lot of yelling back and forth as to arguing about rulings uh, as the as the day went on and the beer was flowing so um where the beer flows like wine and the women instinctively flock like the salmon of Capistrano. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I missed out on a uh, millennium pong. Uh, sure. It was a great time. So shout out to Jason. Um, one of these days, I'm sure I'll take part again, but, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Okay. You know what we got? What do we got? We got a little bit of news.
0: All right. So we only got four items on here as we got a pretty meaty topic this week. We wanted to go into, so, uh, Let's get started. First thing, Zelda Wii U. It seems like we've got... We we went from having Kojima news every week to now having Nintendo news every week, but this I thought was the uh, the biggest one. So, A.G. Anuma, who is the producer of Zelda Wii U, which is also going to be Zelda NX, as we're pretty sure, had an interview with uh, Famitsu, which was translated by Kotaku, where he said the game is, quote, progressing well. That... To me, that doesn't sound great. That if it's sounds coming very out this far year, from That finished. sounds like 2017. <laughs> yeah. But he also talked a little bit about the game, and I want to get your thoughts on this. So he said, quote, I think the base of our secret sauce has always been Ocarina of Time. But Thank this you. time, the change in flavor will be like going from Japanese food to Western-style food. Perhaps players will be surprised. Please look forward to it, because I think we'll be able to make something new, in quotes, like Ocarina of Time was. So I don't know if he's saying they're they're going from more of a Eastern style of play to to western or if they're changing. One of the things I saw in another interview, they they don't mention in this article that one of the, the, the one of the things that's been bread and butter for Zelda from ever since nineteen eighty six has been pu- puzzle solving. Oh. Don't get rid of that. He he said in another interview that He doesn't want to get rid of the puzzles, but he wants it to be more like not just move this block here and then this happens. More like, is it something like you find an item and then that? It's almost more like it just would, the puzzles aren't puzzles. They're more like just opening more of the game because you acquire an item or something like
1: that. Well, see, to me, puzzle solving hasn't ever really been a huge part of Zelda. Um, But a big part of it is you go into a level, you don't know where you're supposed to go, but you're somewhat limited because you don't have keys or you don't have the new item or whatever. And I like that. I like if you go into, say, if you go into an ice level where in the ice level you find a fire rod. right? And you go into the level and there are certain rooms blocked by ice blocks that once you hit the fire rod, you can go back, you know, something like that. That's not necessarily a puzzle. It's just no the entire, I guess if you go into a room and you have to solve a puzzle, that's one thing. But to eliminate, to make it just more of an action game, ugh, I hope they, I don't, I have faith in them that they won't screw up Zelda. I think it's hard to screw up Zelda, but I, Zelda is one of the few games where I don't necessarily want to expect something new. Yeah. Other than new graphics,
0: oh, I guess he said this. This was a year ago when he talked about the puzzles. But maybe that's what he means when he's hinting at going from Japanese food to Western food is maybe it is going to be more action. Like, I worry when, when they put out Hyrule Warriors, it's like, eh. Yeah, that's not. It's Zelda. not a Zelda game. I don't want I know them to know that, that. But, like, I don't think they would ever go that
1: far in a Zelda game. But if they even go halfway. It's not a Zelda game anymore. I mean, the first thing that pops into my mind of a game going from less puzzle solving and leaning more towards action, while I still don't want them to do this to Zelda, the first thing that pops into my head is Resident Evil everything to Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil 4 was totally different, and I loved it. Right. So, I mean, I still somewhat miss... But was it a Resident Evil game? You know, it wasn't survival horror anymore. It wasn't. Yeah, they went from survival. I mean, it's still, there were some puzzles, but it was more, definitely more action heavy. I don't know. Zelda just seems like, just just let me have my Zelda. Don't, don't screw it up.
0: So here's what he said. This was actually almost two years ago. As a player progresses through any game, they're making choices. They're making hopefully logical choices to progress them in the game. And when I hear puzzle solving, I think of like moving blocks so that a door opens or something like that. But I feel like making those logical choices and taking information that you received previously and making decisions based on that can also be sort of puzzle solving. So I want to kind of rethink or maybe reconstruct the idea of puzzle solving within the Zelda universe.
1: I mean, I don't think they've done straight up move a block and have a door open since, like... I mean, that makes me think of the original Zelda. Maybe linked to the Past, but... Back in the original Zelda, when every room of a level was just a screen, and... When I think of move a block and open a door, that's what I think of. So... They haven't done that in a while, but... I don't know. I just, I just don't want them to screw it up. That's the one thing that is still... Good and pure in video games is nobody, with the exception being the CDI games. those Nobody has ever nobody exist. has ever screwed up a Zelda game, and I want to keep that going. Well, besides the DS games, those not are 3DS, but Phantom Hourglass and any of those stupid touchscreen games. That's dumb. Spirit Tracks. That's so stupid. I like the story. I like whatever, <laughs> but yeah, you shouldn't have to drag you should, your if they want to make around. it an
0: option. That's one thing, but don't right. make it. This is how you have to play this stupid game. Right. All right. Next item on the list, we got an update on Street Fighter Five. We still don't know the date, but they detailed the first DLC and stuff. That's coming in March. Oh, gosh. <coughs> <Nope>. S- sorry. <coughs> Brought to you by Mucinex. Um, so, challenge mode is coming in March. Inside of that's going to be demonstrations where you can learn the ins and outs of Street Fighter Five through helpful demonstrations, blah, blah, blah. They're doing... One, two, three, four different kinds of tutorials. There's going to be beginner, intermediate, and advanced tutorials, and then character tutorials. So, these are going to be good for people that suck at the game. Um, but it it seems like even the advanced stuff, like covering backdashing, frame advantage, disadvantage. So, if they're breaking it down frame by frame when you need to land hits and stuff like that, that's that's actually pretty cool.
2: Hmm.
0: And then there's trials. Um, put your skills to the ultimate test with combo trials. So. They go from basic to pro combo, so they, they teach you how to do some of the, you know, the the hardest combos in the game, which I think is pretty cool. Um, and then the the in game shop is opening up, so you can buy the uh, story mode costumes, which is I'm gonna do that for Ken, so he doesn't look like a weirdo with his Under Armour shirt on and stuff. Right. Um, And let's see, there's going to be an online rematch option. So if you lose to somebody, you can hit, uh, you know, rematch instead of just going back and looking for another fighter. Right. Online. I mean, that's obviously online out here. Battle lounge goes up from two people to eight people. And of course, Alex is launching. Uh, I don't, I still don't know if they've detailed. I think I saw somewhere that he's going to be a hundred thousand points. Each character is, if that's the case, that's a lot of points and it's easy to So, like, what do you have?
1: 140,000 or something. But do you get that pure, purely from online play? You only get a little bit playing online. Okay, like, so it's more just...
0: You need to go through and you need to beat uh, what's it called? Survival with everybody. Like on easy, good luck. I, I still can't beat it with Ken on medium. Because hmm. Nash just... It's like I get him down to a sliver of life and all of a sudden he launches this combo and stuff and... <clears throat> I beat him and then I got Nikali in the next fight and I don't have you know, I'm down like a quarter of my life, and they don't give me the option to to blow out my uh Oh, the Hawks beat the Grizzlies, jeez. Well, I mean, we don't even have any healthy players. So Um But I don't know. I I, If it's a hundred thousand per dude, I'm probably just gonna wait for Guile (laughs) and Maybe Ball just so he's in the game because he. I feel like he should have been from the beginning, and yeah. I don't know. We'll see. All right, next. What do we got next? Oh yeah, so this one kind of sucks. I mean, it's not a big delay, but they uh, Hitman came out this week. Came out yesterday actually. This Friday, um, the the first episode. It's getting pretty good reviews. It's getting right around an eight out of ten from everybody. Um, it, it sounds like it's Blood Money, which is what the the best Hitman game ever made is. With with prettier graphics and bigger sandboxes and stuff, which is exactly what I want to hear. Again, I played the beta for a little bit. I didn't need to play anymore to know that I liked it. Um, but I don't know about the whole episodic release thing. Like, I want to get a game, especially a game like this, and I want to be able to get the game and play through the whole game. So I, I got to the mindset of, and especially since now I got Ocarina of Time and then Uncharted's coming out before too long and there's there's a lot of other stuff happening that I'll just wait until the disc release in like November or December. Well, now that got pushed back till January. Hmm. They said that it was so they could make sure they make the best possible disc release after they finished releasing all seven episodes. Whatever. I don't know why you needed another month or two um, to just put it on disc and ship it. I mean, the game's going to be done. right? So I don't know. And it's also, I got annoyed at the, we didn't talk about it, but the Uncharted delay, two more weeks, like, come on. And I tweeted from our account, I think it was, like, we're getting into mighty number nine territory with that, like, I also think it's BS.
1: I mean, as long as it's being delayed weeks and not months. Yeah. But this game was supposed to come out in the fall. Then it was March,
0: then it was April, now it's May. And and the fact that they came out the thing that bugs me is they said it's oh, they needed an extra two weeks to manufacture the game and get it out to retailers. No what what? No. Not if the game's going gold when it's supposed to go gold, so you can produce it and send it out. I think you're just covering for Naughty Dog. Yeah. But whatever. I want the game to be as perfect as it can be, so I'm okay with it, but still kind of annoying that we got another delay. All right. Last thing here, the Sony launch party. This is a quick little thing. So Sony came out, and I think they did this last year under a different name. I can't remember exactly what it was. but Was it the launch party? No, Kevin. Office. Office joke. If you don't know that, I'm sorry. You need to watch The Office if you haven't watched
1: it. It's on Netflix. Go binge it now.
0: So they're releasing these six indie games over the next six weeks, and if you pre-order them, you get 10% off.
1: Pre-order any of them or all of them?
0: Each one you pre order, you get ten okay. percent off. And those are Salt and Sanctuary, Day of the Tentacle, which is uh oh gosh, it's like those old look LucasArts games. What's it the sequel to? Maniac Mansion. I love that game. Yeah, that that looks pretty cool. It's only fifteen bucks, thirteen forty nine with a discount. So I might get that.
1: Hmm.
0: Enter the Gungeon, which is like a dungeon crawling game with guns instead of swords and stuff. It looks pretty cool. Stories the passive destinies. It looks almost like a Zelda kind of a clone, but it's an isometric view. I don't really know. Hmm. But it looks nice. Invisible ink. Don't know anything about that. And then the big one, the one that I will be pre-ordering and getting the day it comes out. Alienation. Hold on. Nope. <coughs> Having a moment. Still with us. He's okay. So, Alienation is made by the guys at Housemark. What do the guys at House Mark make? What did they make? Rezo Gun. Ah. So it's another twin stick shooter, but this is a top-down uh, perspective. You're dudes, and you're just blowing everything up. It's just an old-school arcade shooter that looks like it's just going to be so much fun. And those they, they've really never made a bad game.
1: <clears throat> so I'm really looking forward to playing that. Uh, what do you think, Sean? What was the Genesis game with Alien in the title? Alien Storm? Yes, that was a pretty cool game. Yeah, that was an early,
0: early Genesis game too. I believe.
1: Yeah, I think that was before they sw- the, before they started doing the the, the red, red, yeah, right on the side border. Yeah. yeah, the Genesis. Yeah, so probably 91, 92 maybe. But there were two, right? What did I? What was that game I just said? Storm. Okay, there was Alien Storm Alien Syndrome, and there was Alien. There were two Alien games that came out. Hmm pretty close to one another.
0: My battery just dropped
1: to 18%. That's weird. Shout out to Apple.
0: Thanks Apple for my battery going from 40% to 18% for no reason whatsoever.
1: 14 to 18? That's pretty good if it went 40, up. 40! Oh, well that's not very good. No, that's not good. Um, Alien Storm, Alien... They were similar games too. They were side-scrolling shooter beat up kind of things. Are you looking it up right now? I was trying to, but then I'm, I need to conserve yeah. my battery. Yeah. So. We're off on a tangent now. Anyway. But yeah, alienation. That uh, sounds pretty cool. Kind of a play on words. It's like alienation, but then it's also just alienation. <laughs> you, you you figured it out. I like it. All right. All right, so that's pretty much it for the, the news this week. Kind of a slow week. So our main topic of the week. Sean,
0: do you want to fill the folks in what our main topic is this week?
1: Uh, so we're just going to... Reminisce, I guess, a little bit on, we're going to go genre by genre on the genres that we feel are most um, important. And we've each compiled a list of the most important slash influential games in each genre, um, unbeknownst to one another. We're going to, as we usually do, we will be revealing our choices right now for the first time to each other. Um so we're gonna go do we wanna reveal the list now? As yeah, and again genres?
0: now yeah, we, we did we're not covering every genre no. out there. No text based games. We didn't break right. down every different kind of world. No sports
1: game. games, no racing games, but so we're looking at platformers, uh both two D and three D, uh action adventure, open world, fighting, RPGs, first person shooter, shoot 'em ups. Stealth. I can only imagine why that That's was weird. one why is, of the choices. Why is that on the list? Um, and Metroidvania.
0: All right, let's start it off. All right, the the Godfather of all games, the the platformer. Yes. What is the most important platformer to ever come out?
1: 2D. Sure. I'd be shocked if we're not in a group. Well. I think we're all thinking the same uh, franchise, maybe different games, but I went with Mario. One, one, okay. okay.
0: Well, because it is the most important. Because without that, without Mario, that you don't Mario have, three and World don't exist. Right, you don't have. We aren't here if that game doesn't come out. We not
1: We are not in existence, even no though we are already in existence. Period. Well, I mean, we're in existence. But we we're not we live here. But we're not podcasting. Right We'd now. be a lot. But yeah, of Mario one. Uh, I mean, before Mario one, you had. <coughs> I mean, what did you have? You had... Yeah. I mean, you had Atari. You had Atari. You had Pit Fighter. Pit Fighter was the closest thing you had... Or not Pit Fighter. Pit Fighter, what are you Pit Pitfall. Pitfall. God. <laughs> Pitfall was the closest thing you had to a platformer at the time. <laughs> Pit, Pit in fight.
0: 1986.
1: Oh, God. Um, but yeah, I mean... Maybe that cowboy time traveling. <laughs> video games... Um, just, I mean, you could come up with almost any video game and give it some kind of tie back to Super Mario Brothers 1. Not Mario Brothers, not that weird game, but Super Mario Brothers and it's, 1.
0: And it's so cool. When you when you really think about that game, and when you hear people talk about it that, that really know video games and the design of video games and everything. Like, there's no internet back then. There wasn't even strategy guys. There wasn't Nintendo Power or anything like that. You turn on a game. Music starts. You hit if you, start. If you, you try go. to go, and if you try to go left, you can't go you left. Can't go so you left. say, "Okay, I got to go right." You go right. Dum 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 dum. Oh, there's this big mushroom-looking thing coming at me, and I wonder if he's friendly. Oh no, I'm dying. As we,
1: we called them, bad mushrooms. <laughs> bad mushrooms. We called the goombas, <coughs> bad mushrooms.
0: So then you realize, okay, I've got two buttons here. What do they do? Oh, this one makes me jump. Oh, I probably need to jump over that guy. Okay, jump over him. Hmm, What are these question blocks like?
1: Oh, I didn't quite jump over him. I landed on him. Oh, look at that. It oh, killed, killed him. him. So it's
0: like now games, there's so many games that just are like, okay, come here, little Timmy. Let me hold your hand. Right. This is what this button does. This is what this button does. That just throws you out there. And it's got a great, the the, the whole first level is a tutorial, you know, without, without straight up without being telling a you, tutorial, without yeah. saying, okay, now jump over this Goomba or jump on his head, hit right. the question block, push B to throw fire. The star is good when you get that. And that's the thing too. Everything is in that, for, except for swimming.
1: Right. Everything
0: you do in that game. Swimming is was until what?
1: World two, three. I thought. Maybe. No.
0: No, three is the world at night. It might have been two. I forget. Yeah. And that game's not easy either. Like a lot of people, I know. No, when, it before is I hard. went back and played it not too long ago, I was like, "Oh, Mario's easy. I'm gonna blow through this. See if I can beat it in like 15 minutes. And die, die, die."
1: I mean, did we ever? beat it without warping oh without
0: warping i don't know that we did i don't know that we did
1: either it was not an easy
0: game at all
1: Oops. and there were no we just kicked the table there were no extra lives code no, there was no die, there's
0: no continue when you the, die there's no it's continuing over. there's you no passwords. The there's you no
1: didn't. nothing you had to beat it from start to finish i i know we beat the game but i think it was probably warped like times 1 right. to 4 to 8 Then you have to warp three times. Wait, you go from one, one, and then you could warp to two, three, or four, right? Four, and then four from four you could warp to five, five, six, seven. One of them only yeah, had you're two right. choices. Yeah, you're right. I forget, but yeah, I think you warp. You had to warp three times Correct. to get to World Eight, but yeah, I don't think we ever beat it fully through, start to finish.
0: And it's so cool, like. The game is just so... It's it's so funny with that technology um, that they could make a game that still holds up. Obviously, the graphics don't look the same. But, like, my kids love playing Mario 1. The game still holds up today. It doesn't look like any games do nowadays or anything like that. But the game still holds up. The game's still fun to play. It's still challenging. It's just a great game. It still is after, my God, 30 years now.
1: And you remember uh, trying to teach... Mom to play. She, she just, just do ran do do into, do the into the first But I mean, we probably sure. all did yeah. the very first time we played, but yeah. It
0: was just funny. I think she did it multiple times. But probably. She
1: was just used to Tetris.
0: She wasn't used to Tetris then. Oh, wait. We came out didn't in have Tetris then. That's yeah. true. That was before she even played any yeah. Nintendo. So She's like, I don't so we'll know. We'll cut her some slack. Well, she doesn't listen to our podcast anyway, so we can talk on lot we want. Whatever, mom.
1: All right. 3D platformer. I mean, there's only one choice. Yeah. All right. So we have the same one. Okay. Mario Sunshine. Banjo Kuzu. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying we both went the same way there, but different ways. Uh, Mario 64, I'm sure, is what. It word. has to be. Yeah. I mean, you can talk about. I, I really. I mean, that's played really the first. That
0: much. It's the first. It is the first.
1: I. Th- yeah. It was. The and first it's not also 3 3D- like,
0: So hold on, like. I, I don't want this to, oh, they're going to pick the first one every, like the first platformer. No, No. I'm not. And I don't think Sean is either. But it's like for certain games or for certain genres that didn't even exist. The only
1: thing I can think of, which I don't know what the exact, I still think by far Mario is more influential, but maybe it wasn't the first. The only thing you could make an argument for would be something like, Banjo-Kazooie. Not right. Banjo- Wait, not Banjo-Kazooie. Crash Bandicoot? Crash Bandicoot okay. on PlayStation. There are so many people that want that game franchise to come And I don't even and- know, I mean, was that before or after Mario 64? Obviously, it was after, Banjo-Kazooie was, It. I mean, I'm sure if you even want to use this term, it used the same engine as Mario 64. It was, it was the same thing. Right. And then you had games like Spyro and just so many games in that time frame were essentially Mario 64 clones. And then okay. you had Sunshine and games of that ilk that were basically clones, but better graphics. And then, gal I mean, you can see everything goes back to... As any 2D platformer, you can trace back to Mario. Right. Any 3D platformer really comes back to Mario 64. Right. And I don't think anybody... It would be very tough to make a case for anything other than the most... Influential platformers, 2D and 3D, anything other than Mario and Mario 64. I agree. So I, I don't think anybody can really make a case for anything other than that. And no, I don't. A, think, we're not going to pick the first game in every franchise, no. but you really can't make much of an argument for that's, anything but those
0: two. That's another one I need to go back and play all the way through. 64.
1: Yeah, and I it's never. On the console, I don't think so. I ever
0: owned it. Really. I don't think so. I thought I could remember watching you fight Bowser at the end. You're throwing him all around. Yeah, you grab him by the tail
1: yeah. and you circle. I don't remember, which is weird because I would have thought mm. that every N64 you bought came Matt, with that. Matt did. Yeah, Matt had it. and that's. But I think
0: you borrowed it from him, I'm saying.
1: Maybe, but I think it's weird it to think that I didn't. I mean, did N64 not come with, didn't did it not come with a game? I don't think it did. Because when I got it, I got Zelda with
0: it, but... PlayStation didn't come with a game. PlayStation 2, like, that's when consoles stopped just automatically coming with games all the time, at least.
1: Yeah. Maybe. All right. All right, so we're two for two in agreement so far. What you got for action Um, adventure? uh, This is the one where I had a few, and I still don't know. Um... I'm gonna uh,
0: I know what you're gonna Because do. now so I feel guilty
1: about picking the first ones. I can't pick the first one. So I'm gonna Action Adventure, most influential game. Because I say it is number one on my best games of all time. Okay, that's what I thought. I have to go Ocarina. Okay. Um you can make an argument for Zelda 1, Link to the Past, or Ocarina. Link to the Past may be less so because it was essentially just one. I mean, HD. That's well, dumbing it down too much to say is, that it is but just I know one with mean. better graphics. But yeah. Um, but those were the three I had it down to.
0: Yeah, I, I had a split between one and three just because. Yeah. I haven't beaten Ocarina yet. I mean, I know how important it is. I know how many people say it's the best game they've ever played, including you. Right. Um, but I just, I haven't beaten it, so I can't confidently say that's the most important. It probably is. When it ends up on all these lists and everything, it, it probably is. Um, to me, if I had lean, I would probably say Zelda 1, so I guess I'm going with everyone. <laughs> it was the first one in the series, like I said, not
1: to. But, right, but I, mean, I mean, that's part of it is when I was coming up with this list. I I had the same thought that I'm like, well, crap, I don't want to just pick the first game of every franchise or every generation of a franchise. So, yeah, they probably played into it a little bit, but I'll go with Ocarina. You're going with one, the original? I'm going to go with one. Now, have you ever played through... I mean, you obviously just beat Link Between Worlds. Right. Have you beaten... Link to the past, start to finish. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've got it on a virtual console. The, the game oh, and that's what okay. I was saying.
0: I need to go back and, and play it again to see if I really do like Link Between Between Worlds better. I don't know that
1: I do. I,
0: I like it, like it, it for the
1: big. graphics. But it's so
0: easy. Link Link to the Past and, and by the way, tangent. The name a Link to the Past makes no freaking sense at all. There's no past. It's There's just no Light past. World and Dark World. There's no if time anything, travel. Ovarian that's a better time name. Time should have been called A Link to the Past. But even that's more A Link to the Future, yeah.
1: Because <laughs> the pat, the younger version of Link is the true, <laughs> and then he travels to the future. He doesn't travel to the past. Right, so. right. That's true. I never really thought about that. That makes no sense. A Link Between Worlds. It really should have been A Link Between Worlds and then A Link Between Worlds 2. The 3DS game is really yeah. a sequel to Link Between to link to the past, a link to the past makes no sense. I just wonder if that was something that got mistranslated from Japanese to English or something. Maybe, or they wanted to. They wanted to have it be more of a or a link to Zelda past one. and present. And then graphics-wise, they couldn't really construe that. And so, or they or it and...
0: could have just, or, or maybe it was a link to the past. Maybe it was saying, "Okay, we're going back to y- y'all hated the Zelda two. Yeah, we understand. We're going back to the future."
1: In the past, (laughs) (laughs) that's true. I never really thought about that before, but yeah, that makes that makes no sense. We'll have to get. uh, We'll see if we can get Shigeru on one of our podcasts, and maybe we can talk to him about it. I'm sure he'd be ecstatic to come on here. I have to figure out how to record a Skype call on this
0: thing. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Open world. To me, there's only one
1: choice. I think we probably agree here.
0: Grand Theft Auto Three. Yes. Okay. Um, this isn't very exciting, but I mean, okay. There were open world, and not to mention, you could have said Zelda One or Zelda that Three. Was, I mean, or, it was
1: open world, but it was not very. But at the time, open. it was open. You could. It go was very from open the but not very from the beginning. from the beginning, you could like, go
0: anywhere. I mean, from a technical perspective, much. it's as much of a world as it could have been. But Grand Theft Auto Three was the Well, first. Did you ever
1: play one or two? What? Grand Theft Auto? No. See, I did. Really, I can't think of where. I don't remember which one. It's probably one and not two. And, I mean, you may as well have had it be a different franchise Correct. than three. But I don't even remember if that was open world. It was just top-down open world. Or if it was more... I don't, know. I don't remember. Um,
0: it just seems like... If you think of when I when I think open world, I don't just think open world as in go wherever you want, do whatever you want. I think I think sandbox game, and until right. then, there had never been a sandbox game. Like I, I don't think GTA Three is the best, but I mean, a lot of people say Vice City is the best GTA game, and I still haven't played it. I love St. Andreas at the time, and now I look back, I'm like, I don't ever want to play that again. And have I like to have CJ work played, out and yeah, eat and fat and all that, this stuff. It's like
1: they just tried to do try to make it too realistic or right. something. Vice City is definitely better than GTA three. Yeah. But we're not talking best game, we're talking most influential. And again, three begat Vice City, which begat San Andreas, and then four and five and so on. Um and they've I mean you've since seen that in Red Dead, which, you know, another rock star game. But even other game wasn't um wasn't there a spider like Spider-Man Two or something? Spider-Man that...
0: Two is about the only good Spider-Man game, and then now,
1: you have I still haven't all the played Arkham it, games. It so, yeah, I mean, Arkham Asylum wasn't very. It was open more world, but Arkham Vayner. City, but, but City very and much Arkham open Knight world. Were both completely
0: open world. Yeah,
1: yeah, but you can look at any of those games and trace pretty obvious roots back to GTA Three.
0: And it's funny to see even like Middle Gear Solid Five is open world. I don't really even think of that as an open world. I don't world think game.
1: of it as that. It's closer to being open world than it is stealth. It's it's an open world stealth game, but it's
0: it's really I mean, it's an open, empty world. It's an open world where you just go from hub to hub instead of just It's like a lot boring.
1: of wilderness in between. Yeah. It's a world, and stuff. but it's a
0: really boring world with just jackals that want to attack you and stuff. Right. Yeah. Which I need to get more of, and more brown bears and stuff, too.
1: (coughs) Which bear is best? Bears beats Battlestar Battlestar Galactica. Michael! All right, fighting. I have a hunch we're going to agree on this one, too.
0: It's, you know, uh, crap.
1: I'm trying to come up with something. Are you going to try to come up with a curveball here?
0: Yeah. Kind of telegraphed it, though. Street Fighter
1: One, nah. it wasn't even Street free. Fighter Two. It's Street Fighter Two, obviously. obviously. Um, that goes as much for us on a personal level, I think, as the gaming industry as a whole. Um, we, I think, didn't we buy? Didn't we somehow acquire? I guess we would have bought it because I think this is pre-internet. We had Street Fighter 1 on a computer, right?
0: Yeah, on our crappy Micron. But it was not... It was way after the fact. Way after 2 came out. But it didn't
1: even look... Street Fighter 1 kind of looked like Street Fighter 2. Big characters. Yeah. The Street Fighter 1 we had on the computer was almost more like Double Dragon. Like, smaller characters, it wasn't, right?
0: Yeah, the sprites were much
1: smaller. It was than. not... Yeah. But, I mean, A, you can only play as Ryu. But did it still have the down to forward punch. We talked about that on the last one. We did, one, another but one. I don't know I don't, that we, I think it did.
0: I thought, I don't know. Maybe it's just that two popularized it. I'm not sure.
1: I think that's what it was. Two was the first one where you could, maybe not the first game, but I mean, obviously Street Fighter 1, you play as Ryu and that's it. You play as this guy and you had to beat all these other guys. Street Fighter 2 was the first one to open it up to eight. Eight was huge. Multiple, yeah. yeah. You went from one to eight.
0: Four bosses. Everybody had their own stage. Um, multiple special moves. So many different fighting styles too. That was what was such a big leap from from one to two. I mean, you can't even. They're almost not even the same genre because you go from a basic Ryu with a crappy hurricane kick, a little fireball, and his dragon punch to Ryu and Ken both do that. But then you've got Dalsim who can hit you from across the screen. Guile, who's just charge moves. You've got Blanca Nihanda, and and Chun Li with the with the quick tap moves that'll just
1: destroy you if and you get the too charge, close to And the then you've got the charge bird the spinning rolling. bird kick, or the rolling
2: kick. And then
1: Zangief, who's just three sixties all around. Which, yeah. Oh yeah. Did he make that sound? I think I think that was like made that sound. It was like Hagar
0: <laughs> or Hagar. But, I mean, you can't really argue that. So, we haven't really had a lot of disagreements on this list so far. No,
1: but the next one.
0: I know what I would say, but, I mean, I don't play any of the games. So, yeah. RPG.
1: RPG. I'll let you start.
0: I mean, I'll say Final Fantasy seven just because of what everybody else says. I mean, obviously, there was six Final Fantasies before that. And a lot of people say Final Fantasy three slash VI is really the best one. Um, but then you had Secret of Mana. You had Chrono Trigger. You had all these other games. But, to me... Just the impact on the industry and everything, um, and and how revered the game is, and the reason people care so much about Final Fantasy fifteen is really because Final Fantasy seven was just it was otherworldly. But I'm I'm completely out of my element here. So what, what do you say?
1: I said seven also, but I I thought going Final Fantasy one was kind of a cop out and also just kind of not. It's. Final Fantasy One was not that great. Um, I debated between Final Fantasy Seven, Final Fantasy Six slash Three, and Chrono Trigger. Um, Final Fantasy Six and Chrono Trigger. I would almost I, I would take Chrono Trigger any day over that. Um, I don't know. I'm almost talking myself out of Seven now, but Chrono Trigger. I mean, Super Nintendo was fantastic for RPG games. The battle system was great. The storytelling was great, even though the graphics were still just 16-bit. But you had the the same world showing up throughout multiple time periods, which had never been done before. Um, It was a very cool storytelling uh, tool, I guess. Um, Your presentation tool. And I think it's been a while now since I've played through Final Fantasy VII. But I remember when I think back on Chrono Trigger versus Final Fantasy VII, I think of Chrono Trigger being more open world like. I mean, Final Fantasy VII is kind of open world once you get the airship and you can. Once you get out of Midgar, right? I guess to some extent but then even more so once you have the airship and you can go just continent to continent you don't have to you know you can go anywhere you want okay Chrono Trigger you don't really need that Um. I don't know I think of Chrono Trigger being more not to bridge this back to the open world genre because that's not it at all but Chrono Trigger was more I have no idea where to go right now and you really need to do the typical role playing game kind of thing and go town to town. You need to talk to people and just try to figure out <laughs> what am I supposed to do next versus final fantasy seven. I never really feel like there were too many times where it you didn't you, know right? where it didn't necessarily hold your hand, but I never really felt like I had no idea what I was supposed to do next, which in chronic trigger, there were several times during the game where I didn't really know where I was supposed to go. Okay. Um, that being said, I still have Final Fantasy VII on my list. Um, I think, in the grand scream, grand scheme of things, not the grand scream. Um, ah, <laughs> um, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this is a proper way to judge it, but you look at 2D role-playing games, and you're looking anywhere from Final Fantasy One, which was what 1987 1988 sounds right to chrono trigger time frame which is probably like 94 and then from final fantasy 7 on everything's 3d and you certainly can't hold that against the previous versions of games but i mean Any role-playing game that has come out since Final Fantasy VII, whether they have done it on purpose or not, has taken pretty obvious cues and hints from Final Fantasy VII. Um, And in the long run, I think that will more greatly affect future video games than uh any of the 2d games so yeah i went with final fantasy 7 too i figured that's what you'd go with because it's the only one you've really played like, okay, and even final that fantasy you're seven, maybe five percent of the way through the game yeah but based on yeah you've played it more than any of the others and <laughs> which isn't you, much but it's which still is more than zero
0: anything, so therefore it's my choice right
1: and you obviously know the the great esteem <clears> in which it is held so I'm not surprised you said seven, but I think that's a a solid choice. All right. Here's where I think we get into a
0: difference of opinion. First-person shooter. Because I think I know what you're going to say, and it's not what I'm going to say. I went between a couple. I went between two, but I ended up – well, I went – actually, no. One,
1: two, three, four. Wow. But Uh, I went with one that you won't pick. I would say my runner-up was Halo. Oh,
0: wow. I didn't even think about Halo.
1: But yeah. but yeah. I didn't play that game. I mean, That's if you've been listening Halo to us, exceed. you know that we're not Xbox fanboys. And to me, when you think Xbox, you think Halo. Um, I am not a first-person shooter fan by any means, um, mostly because I'm not a big first-person shooter multiplayer fan. And that is mostly because I suck, suck at it. <laughs> and I do too. And that's and why it's it, just <laughs> not fun. I sold Black Ops 3. Um, so I was going to go Halo. So I guess when I think first-person shooters, I I now think multiplayer games. And the first multiplayer game that popped yep. into my head of first-person shooters was Halo. And then I thought more about it, and I said, no, no, I need yep. to go another... A few years back. Three, four, or yep. five years back from that and say Goldeneye. Yep. Was that what you picked? No.
0: Oh, okay. But that's what I knew you were going to pick. But,
1: yeah, Goldeneye, obviously the graphics, not... I mean, at the time, they were good. Gameplay was kind of weird. Like, I think it used the... I think you moved with the stick, and you changed your aiming with the C buttons. and yeah.
0: Well, that's what you had to do when I downloaded the demo for Metal Gear Solid Three on the 3DS. Yeah, that's how you do the camera. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this I can't. I need a twin stick to play right. this game. I can't
1: do this. So, I mean, that really, I mean, that was all local multiplayer. You right. needed everybody plugged in the same system. But they were certainly. I, I mean, I I won't say that they were the first first person shooter multiplayer game, I mean maybe they were, um, but I, mean, I don't know if like torak and games like that came before that, I don't think so, but and quake was right after and that. quake doom yeah, quake was like ninety eight i think right ninety nine um but yeah, um, <laughs> I went with Goldeneye, um uh, I mean that was a solid that was a great single player game too, yeah. And I think now looking back, a lot of people think of that as a multiplayer game and just having people over, probably drinking beers. And just, I mean, I even think of that as recent as four or five years ago, having people over and playing that on N64, getting people together on (laughs) big screen TV and playing that game. So um, I think first person shooters nowadays are viewed as multiplayer games first and single-player games a distant second yep um because of that yeah i had to focus on the multiplayer aspect and i went with goldeneye for this so
0: i i thought through this and i i went back to the classics i went to wolfenstein and the original doom we played the hell out of doom doom 2 and final doom on the pc
1: See, I don't Final remember Doom, much I remember about. I don't remember fan. much the difference between. Th- those there wasn't.
0: Other... There was no graphical differences.
1: Or okay, anything. so maybe that's. Yeah.
0: why. I mean, what was the one that we? Final Doom was the one that had kind of like the cardboard like.
1: It almost looked like we one had one on of... thirty two X right.
0: Yeah, that was regular Doom.
1: That was just straight Doom. Yep. But what do we have on PC? All three. We had Doom, Doom two, and Final Doom. In like one game. Like a I... no, and the... or we literally owned all. I three? I think we
0: had them on like floppy disks. The first one, at least. Wow, Yeah, I
1: don't remember any difference between them. So I
0: went to those. I thought about those because they were the first, but I don't want to just do the first every time. I thought about Goldeneye because I started thinking, okay, as the gaming industry sits right now, it's what you said. First-person shooters are multiplayer games. Single-player, you you might get a six- or eight-hour campaign out of it. Usually, that's what you get. Now, the new Wolfenstein game is supposed to be really good. Um, The new Doom looks great, but... For the most part, like you said, first-person shooters are now multiplayer games. So I said, (coughs) Call of Duty Modern Warfare 1. Okay. This is the the point where I remember the games went mainstream. Because before that, Call of Duty games were all just, they were World War II. Everything was World War II. You had Battlefield, you had Call of Duty, everything was World War II, and... They had multiplayer, and I think one of them had... I think Zombies started before then, but it was still it wasn't that big a deal. All of a sudden, you bring Call of Duty into the modern age, and you're, you're fighting in the 2000s, and you're fighting in the world we live in and all this stuff. Before, it went just out of hand like it is now, and everything's in the future, and you're running on walls, and you got jetpacks and all that crap. That was the first one where I remember multiplayer just being out of control. Modern Warfare 2 is probably my favorite Call of Duty but um, modern wherefore my, what? modern wherefore wherefore <laughs> out art thou Call of Duty <laughs> I think Call of Duty Modern Warfare 1 was the game that took it to the next level where it just it, it became the monster that it is now where they are selling tens of millions of copies every year they churn them out every year they got three studios and they're rotating every year so they get a three year development cycle they put them out every year. <clears throat> uh, if if modern warfare didn't take off the way that it did, I don't think Call of Duty is what it is now, and I don't think first person shooter games are what they are now without modern warfare one.
1: So that is my pick. Wasn't modern warfare didn't wasn't I don't know if this is the this is the one you're talking about since I this is the one where the nuke went off. Right, but wasn't the very first modern? Wasn't there one that was like Call of Duty? It was Call of Duty Four: 4 modern, modern Warfare. Warfare. Okay, right. and that was essentially, and then they and made then it Modern into, Warfare Two. Right. Modern, well, then okay. they
0: made yeah, they made Modern Warfare. Or 2, was there still just Black like Call Ops. of Duty,
1: Modern Warfare? Or it was Call no, of Duty I mean, Four: Modern Warfare? That
0: was that is modern. That's and then there was, was Call of Duty: modern, modern Warfare, Warfare 2. two. Okay, gotcha. And then three and Black Ops one and two. I actually
1: own that game and I don't i never played online because I, I, it's just not fun to me i'm not good enough but i remember that was one that i think probably through one of screw attacks i think i got it pretty late in its life okay. or probably after really its life and i want to say there's some screw attack top 10 list online and one of them was like top the ten. The OMG like, moment or something? Yeah, yeah. And one of them was the nukes. But it was to the point where by the time I played the game, I didn't really connect the dots that this was that game. Because to me they all blend together. I right, I'm Just whatever. And so when I played it, it was still somewhat of a shock, but at the same time once it happened I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's this game. Right. So, but I remember, yeah, when it happened it was still pretty... I was like, holy crap. It was still a pretty big Like, whenever something,
0: before that, whenever that happened, you lived. You got away. Right. The blast didn't catch up to you and bring down your helicopter. And here it did. then you get out of the helicopter and you're walking around. You look up and you see the mushroom cloud. Then you drop dead. Like, holy crap.
1: Yeah.
0: And then there was the whole no Russians thing in modern warfare. Two? Two? Or was it three? I don't know where you had to go slaughter the the people in the airport, all the civilians in the airport. It was crazy. The the best Call of Duty game to me, though, is the first Black Ops. If you actually want a good, not really coherent, but a good story, that is really cool. If you haven't played Black Ops and you like story-driven first-person shooters, that's that's my favorite Call of Duty. You should check it out. It's a lot of fun. Okay. All right, what we got next?
1: Um, so I'm looking at the rest of my list, and it would not surprise me if we don't disagree again. Uh, so, next is Shmups, a.k.a. Shoot'em Up. What do you got? I mean... There's I'm, two. Well, I, I can only say.
0: think of one, and that's Contra.
1: Okay, so we did kind of disagree. I said Contra, it's three. Oh, Super okay. Super Nintendo Contra. Um, I guess my reasoning for that is when I think back to Contra, I think of walking 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 walk bad guy shoot him okay walking 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 bad guy shoot him when i think of contra 3 i think of bad guys everywhere just shoot 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 shoot. explosions everywhere not to the extent of right. say bro force but bro ex- bro force. explosions everywhere just that was the first game that seemed pretty crazy chaos to not yeah. yeah not overly chaotic where you Lose yourself. And you're like I don't. I don't know where I am. I don't know if I'm still alive. Shout out but, to him. Um, yeah, I went with Contra Three here. Um, I won't go off on too big of a tangent, but again, as as Genesis fanboys, we only had. Well, I mean, we had Gunstar Heroes, great, but for Contra, we had Contra Hardcore and. Right. I'd, I feel like if that was not a Contra game, it would be viewed in more a more forgiving.
0: But when you put the name Contra Je on it, it, better be good. No, right. No, no. No <laughs> and, Jenny Saqua.
1: And, um, yeah. So I went back and forth between Contra and Contra 3. but Yeah, I uh, went Contra
0: 1, and one of the main reasons I did is the Konami code. The also. third man yeah. yeah, like up, up, down, down. I mean, come on. Everybody knows the Konami code.
1: But weren't there two? So there's Contra. Mm-hmm. And then there was Super Contra. Super C. Right. But there's another one. So after Super C, okay. Super Contra, okay. there was Contra Force. Oh. And so. On the NES? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Which actually came out, I don't know if it was before or after, but it was I the same. I forgot about that. It was the same year as Contra 3. Um, 92? 92. September 92. Okay. Um Wow, you I could play about as Burns, Burns, the team's leader, Iron, a heavy weapons expert because Smith, Iron, a sharpshooter and the best Beans. A demolition expert. I thought you were going to say best there is, best there was, and best there no. it will be on the sharpshooter. So there were four people. I don't feel like reading this whole Wikipedia article, but there were four people you could choose from. And I want to say it was not like other Contra games where you could get spread or laser. I think each one of them had like a default. Like one of them had machine gun. One of them had spread. One of them had laser. I think it was that kind of thing. It was not. Oh, well, gosh, I as I'm no reading this Wikipedia article, it actually says... The game was scheduled to be released in Japan under the title of Ark Hound with no ties to the Contra series. So it kind of sounds like Doki Doki. Doki, Doki. Doki yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Doki Doki
1: Panic. Um, so yeah, Contra Force, that's what I was thinking of. Apparently not a, a true canonical game. Um, but there's Contra in 87, Super Contra in 88. There's Operation C, for Game Boy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty good, I think. And then Contra three and Contra Force in both in ninety two and then hardcore in ninety four. Um Hardcore Pro, Force. Pro Force. Force. Um so yeah. I went with Contra Three on that one. You went with Contra. I think they're both uh Can't really argue. Both legit anyone. games there, yeah. I'm not gonna certainly won't argue with you. Alright, this next one could be a big debate. Yeah. Uh, So I'll go ahead and start, and then I'll just hand it off to you, and you can take it. Uh, Stealth. Um, Anybody that's listened to this podcast since the beginning or listened to the podcast at all knows exactly why this genre is on the list. Um, So I said Metal Gear Solid 2. I'm just kidding. Metal Gear Solid 1 you just, the the look i just gave you. Uh i'm sure Kevin did too. So I'll hand it off to yeah, him and let mean, him explain why as if he hasn't already. I was
0: going to say I pretty much you could listen to any podcast i think we've done and i talk about why this is the most important stealth game ever. It's one of the most important video games ever made, period. It 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 made cinematic gaming a thing.
1: It's the reason i still play games to this day. Now, i'm not trying to troll you here. But just for but you're gonna. debate sake, which I don't want this to take too long because we're trying to keep this short, but did you ever play... I didn't, so I have nothing to say. Splinter Cell? I'm, yes. Did you ever play Splinter Cell? Cause Splinter wasn't that bit, kind of... A little bit, but it was still stealth. like... Stealth.
0: It was stealth. Actually, I mean, Metal Gear Solid Five took a lot from Splinter Cell with the marking enemies and stuff like that. Okay. Um,
1: But it wasn't... Man, did that even come out before Metal Gear? Oh no, Metal no, Gear no, Solid. No, no, no. Okay, that was so because that didn't come first. out until
0: Xbox, Xbox and PS2. So it was years no. after.
1: Wasn't it Splinter Cell on PS1? Uh, Google it. I'll look it up. I'm not sure. I thought it was. Maybe not. Maybe I'm uh, all I can about.
0: remember is it having the advanced graphics and stuff on the PS2 and the Xbox. But um, I mean, it's so cool. And and the thing too is, <laughs> procure on site. You start Metal Gear Solid out with with no weapons. You got to go into the back of the truck to get your SOCOM. Um, you know, you can play through that whole game. Yeah, you were right. PS2, and Xbox. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and the only thing that really Metal Gear Solid One didn't uh, add to the series that that two did, other than first person aiming and stuff, the the trank gun. There was that no trank one. No, there was no trank. So you had to, if you engaged an enemy, you had to kill them. Or you could go oh, 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 and sneak up behind him and choke him.
1: But was there even any advantage? I mean, I didn't play Metal Gear Solid One too much. The earliest Metal Gear I really think of Metal Gear Solid that I think of was two, and obviously five and the other one. Four? No. Three? No. Peacewalker. Walker. Peace Walker. <laughs> like, what do <are> you do? <laughs> two, one. There's a reason to trank people and not kill them. A, especially in five for your hero score or whatever, but also to Fulton them and have them add them right. to your own. Right. So in two, why would you ever... Was there any reason to not kill people? Did that benefit you at all?
0: Um, there had I'm to be. Why, to would, why else would there be... Well, it was just at, it was Kojima giving you the option to not kill people, but it was more it didn't
1: affect the gameplay at all, right? I think it affected your your. I guess you could or trank somebody, or whatever. and then like in two, I'm thinking you could trank somebody, and then you could pick them up and drop them, pick them up and drop them, pick them up until they eventually woke up, right? And then you could stick them up to get the dog tag. I think it was. Whereas, if you just kill them, you you can't get the dog tag. So that's the only right. reason I can think of for tranking and not killing. But I, th- I
0: think it was more just Kojima's message that he was trying to convey through the games. Yeah, maybe. Um, and, and I think you get a did did you get an end rank or a code name or something in Metal Gear Solid Two? I know you did in Three. Maybe. I think you got that you got a rank it.
1: an overall rank at the end of the game.
0: That's that's what it affects yeah, too. Yeah. So it does have
1: an in-game thing also. Maybe,
0: but I mean, I mean, what what can you say about Metal Gear Solid that hasn't been said so already on this um, podcast?
1: Yeah, we've said everything on this podcast. Yeah. All right. Last one. Metroidvania. Uh, I'm gonna guess we're probably in agreement here. I said Super Metroid. I said
0: Super Metroid, but then I felt kind of weird because I'm like, well,
1: Metroidvania
0: wasn't a thing until Symphony of the Night came out. So I was like, hmm. Well, it was really before just that, Metroid it then. was just Metroid. Yeah, right. you
1: can't... I feel like Castlevania... Now, granted, I've only played Symphony of the Night. Right. I haven't played any of the other Metroidvania... All those Castlevania, Castlevania games, games and stuff like that, yeah. So, to me, it's basically just... Castlevania kind of just got lumped into there because of the one game. And I know that's not the case, but to me, that's kind of how it seems. But when I think of Metroidvania, I think of Super Metroid. I don't think of Metroid. I don't think of Metroid Fusion or Zero Mission. I don't think of Metroid Prime. I think of Super Metroid. Um, that In basically the- took one, added to it, gave you a map gave you a save system i still can't
0: believe one didn't have a map that's insane
1: yeah i mean i don't remember it must have just been a much shorter game that they didn't even let you save let alone have a map to figure you know to keep track of where you are so it must just be a a smaller game than i remember but to me it's yeah it's super metroid and and nothing else really and you and, played it more recently. And I mean, and I can I say, I
0: haven't played it just, you know, a month ago or whatever when I beat it. Uh, like I said at the time, I was completely missing out on this. It's something I should have played a lot sooner than I did. Um, and the amount of backtracking and the amount of secrets and stuff that you get um, as you unlock new new weapons and items and stuff, whether it's the grappling beam or the super spin jump, whatever the hell that thing was called. All that other stuff. Space um, jump. Yeah like backtracking can be annoying at some points in games but it wasn't really in Super Metroid because there was so the, the world was so big and there were so many things you could do and there's so many secrets and everything that you know I, a, a lot of people are probably split on if they like <coughs> Super Metroid or Symphony of the Night but you know as a better game the, the the times that I played Symphony of the Night a couple of hours into it and stuff I definitely I, I mean I put it down I never went back to it so I would have to say Super Metroid is the the better game and the more important game also. Yes. All right. That, that was, was it for,
1: for our list. So um,
0: tweet at us, at real White at kevinwhite24, at two player underscore co-op. Let us know what you think the most important games were in each category. Now, we
1: admit we left some genres off. We don't have sports Correct. games on there. We don't have racing games. There's probably a few other genres we didn't include. So feel free to let us know your thoughts on those as well. Um, we're just trying to keep it somewhat short and touch on the ones that meant the most to us through our gaming life. So, yeah, this would have gone easily two and a half hours if we
0: included more more genres and broke it down even further. In in some of these genres, we did talk about right. So. All right, back of the box
1: challenge. Is that what we're calling it? Yeah, we're doing that first. Yep. Okay. Uh, you want to go over the rules one more time? Ah, oh, crap. Oh, there it is. So.
0: The rules are pretty simple. Uh instead of doing the uh you know 20 questions anymore, guess who or anything like that, we're going to read a summary of the game most commonly taken from the back of the box. And the the other person has to guess what that game is based on that description. We'll 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 bleep out any uh anything too telling. Right, any characters or places or anything like that that'll give it away. Um, as to what the game is, and um, yeah, see if we can both get it right. If you want, you can ask a couple of questions. Um, I guess we said three questions. Um, yeah, and we'll go from there. So, who who wants to go first?
1: Who went first before? Um, I got mine right. You got yours wrong. I'll I read remember. first last time, so I'll read first this time. Okay. All right. Um, so again, we have a, a two-paragraph format here. Well, I mean, give or take. Well, I mean, I mean for mine. Oh, okay. Mine has two paragraphs. The second one is like we discussed last week where it talks more about the the, the game. type of game yeah. whatever. The first one's more story based. So I think I can read this whole paragraph and I don't think I need to bleep anything out, maybe giving too much away, but I don't think so. But you may still get this <clears throat> All right. The space station Europe One has been overrun by aliens. During one of the fights, the nuclear cooling system has been damaged, resulting in a meltdown within hours. Your mission, as a team of five of the toughest persons in the corps, is to infiltrate and gain control of Europe One. You must sweep the entire station clean of aliens.
0: Europe 1 sounds familiar.
1: And then, if you need a hint, I will read the second paragraph with some bleeps.
0: Go ahead and read it. I don't think it's going
1: to help, though. All right. Blank. Is <laughs> <Jeez>. it- <laughs> blank. Your is- hint is blank. <laughs> <laughs> blank is a blank. Oh, jeez. It is required that you kill every single alien on each of the levels. And then, in parentheses, I don't know how this helps, but it says this in parentheses, hence the name. I, To me, that seemed, I don't know. It is required that you kill every single alien on each of the levels, in parentheses, hence the name. The five members of your team who have different skills, ooh, I think you might get it here, start out with different weapons and are your five chances of seeing this through.
0: Do we own this game? Yes. For the Genesis? Yes. Is it a first-person game?
1: All right, you know what it is. There's, only, there's only one on Genesis. I was thinking
0: that before I said any of those, but I, that, that's the only thing I could think of before you even read because nothing in that really gave it away. Maybe the only thing the I would characters. think would give it away would be, yeah,
1: you have five people that – not that I would have personally remembered this until I read it, but that you have people – yeah. You can choose from one of multiple people and they each have their own skills and
0: We loved that game and it was so technologically inferior to the it was, first person games that we touched on in this You game. just
1: hit you see episode. what you see and then you hit up to move forward and you just move like twenty feet forward right. and then you see a new Well and remember
0: yeah. the game it was just like a, small, a rectangle on the screen, and all yeah, the bottom all was hug. like your status. Yeah. yeah, all the hub stuff. That's hilarious.
1: All right, good job. Oh, we got,
0: that went from well crap to really quick. Eureka! Yeah. All right, you ready? Yeah. You'll probably get this one. I'm not going to bleep anything
1: out. I don't think. So it might make it too easy, but but we'll see here. Okay, bleep first, and then remove. I mean, if you're questioning it, bleep okay. It. Then I'll, I'll. There's one thing I'll bleep. I almost just licked the microphone. <laughs>
0: Your man is trapped in the bleep. Spiders, bats, and robots are tracking him down. The robots and creatures never stop. Shoot one, another appears. Fire off six shots, then pick up a reloaded weapon. The higher your score, the trickier the robots become. The only safe place is inside the bunker, and they are waiting outside. Survival is the name of the game.
1: Um. Okay, I don't know it. Do you want to, you want to fill in the bleep? Well, I was going to ask you, will filling in the bleep give too much away, or should I just ask? Some... So the first sentence is, your man is trapped in the maze. Uh, that didn't help. Okay. I didn't think it would, but I bleeped it. Your man. That's like a weird. Um, is this a game we owned mm-hmm. for Genesis? No. God, it's so good. All right, read like the last like two thirds of it again. I don't need that first part. But
0: fire off six shots, then pick up a reloaded weapon. The higher your score, the trickier the robots become. The only safe place is inside the bunker, and they are waiting outside. Survival is the name of the game.
1: Hmm. This is just a like. Would you say this is an action game? Yeah. Mm. Is there a second paragraph to read from, or oh, that's,
0: that's That's all it. of it. There's bullet points, but it's saying the same thing. Get points for hitting robots and
1: creatures. There's nothing that'll give it away. Is this is this a Saturn game? <laughs> no, oh, no. Okay. So it's not Area Fifty One. No, no. God, no, 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 no. It's not first person. No. What did we own this on? Or did we wait? Did I say did we own this? Yeah. And we did. Yeah. But it was a Genesis. Yeah. What system? You've had more than three questions. <laughs> well, you can't count on That was just, what system did we own on? I'm not going to say that because it'll give it away. All right. Well, it's not. Genesis. It's very old. Oh. Oh. <laughs> is it? Uh, oh, God. What's it called? Since none of that sound. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> Um oh but there's two. I can only think of one. Isn't there a second one? Is it I'm not telling you. Uh, there's this game and then there's a second game which I always kind of confuse it with except I can't think of what the second game was. They had the same like view. Yeah. Cuz I know the two games you're thinking of. I can only think of one. So I'm going to guess it. Is it Oh, that's what it was. But now I wish I didn't think of it because now I don't know what? which I know the two now. I thought of the other one I couldn't think of, but now oh, I don't okay. know which one to Is it Night Stalker? It's Night Stalker. Oh, Lock and Chase. Lock and Chase was yeah. the one I first thought of. Wow. Going back to Intellivision. Like two bit graphics. Just look at the <laughs> back of this box. It's it's
0: the maze. Oh my god. So much fun. Wow. Another reason I want to get my uh, a, a new PS well not a new a, a PS two that works because I've got the Intellivision you know collection on there and it's got Night Stalker that was the only game I really played. I was going to say and Chase wasn't on why
1: it. was that why did there even need to be a collection of those games
0: <laughs> I don't know. Wow, Whew. Night Stalker. I was
1: about to guess Lock and Chase before I before Night Stalker See, I came. I thought back to you me. thought
0: night stalker first and you were trying to think of lock and chase i was
1: gonna say lock and chase but then it hit me that no lock and chase is the one of the two that it should be the second one i think of so that was when i stopped like all right it can't be that and then i eventually yeah thought of night stalker so wow going way back there good job that was a deep cut deep cut. deep deep cut
0: all right that is it for episode 13 of the two player co-op podcast again you can find us on twitter at kevin white 24 at real sean white at two player underscore co-op hey actually if you want to add me on psn i'm kdubs 24 2bs U B B 24 i don't really play multiplayer games but if you want to add me go ahead sean's uh what are you What what is yours
1: i think i'm s whitey w-h-i-t-e-y 984 yeah i think so
0: why the nine eight four again? When you because I was born was in nineteen
1: eighty four. Okay, so we're going way back to AOL Instant Messenger days. Oh, that's right. And that's right. I just came up with Whitey, but apparently Whitey eighty four was taken, so I just added one more number onto it, and it was Whitey nine eight four. And then I was Whitey nine eight four on PS three. Right but when i got my ps4 it like wouldn't let me log in for some reason i don't know so i had to come up with an even newer one so i just added the s on, f- on top of that so now i'm syd984 awesome
0: and again you can find us on itunes give us a review on there if you could please it means a lot help us move up the uh, the charts there soundcloud lead us leave us comment uh stitcher still so hard do we have, does anybody use stitcher i don't think so i don't we're on stitcher i don't even know why we're on there i don't even it's really just SoundCloud SoundCloud and Twitter that's really all it is I mean no SoundCloud and iTunes <laughs> which links from Twitter I don't yes. know oh well thanks everybody for being here for episode 13 we will be back next week oh wait yeah next week should be a fun episode because we got a lot of stuff going on next week will probably be a news episode because we got GDC
1: this week and then the following week we'll have Batman we'll have Superman. special yeah
0: we'll still probably do a regular podcast that week too but we're definitely gonna do Batman v Superman yeah so yep Uh, let's see what happens at GDC this week with PSVR and all the other stuff and uh, come back for episode 14 thanks everybody Sean take us out
1: thank you for playing